case, Mayor Tim Cabot. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. The bear chased me, then I chased the bear, and I try really hard not to get bitten. That's the bottom line, I guess. Well, you're familiar right. with that. You've been a mayor for more than five minutes, right? That's right. Yep. <laughs> Some days you're you're uh, in in the lead, and, and other days you're uh, just you know running for your life. So that's, <laughs> well, that's the nature of the well, business. Even if I'm running for my life, as long as I'm still in the lead, what's that old saying? You don't have to be the fastest guy in the group. You just have right. to be faster than the slowest guy. That's and right. That's that'll, right. That'll work. All right. So tonight at 5 p.m., a public information session that will be uh, bringing uh, updates on well water testing uh, results and so forth. What are you going to share at the meeting tonight? You and John Storley and Ian Turner and uh, Ken Gilliam and uh, Bernie Lenz and others. We have tested uh, more than 100 wells. Uh, private wells in the town of Campbell, including uh, a good chunk of the neighborhood that's uh, to the kind of the south and east of of the airport. Um, we and I and I forget the specific numbers, but those will be shared tonight. Roughly, I think about forty wells. The test results came back um, exceeding the twenty parts per trillion, the proposed standard that the Wisconsin DNR is suggesting and so we um followed up with those 40 plus uh and uh, inquiring whether they would like to have uh free safe drinking water and, and i think a vast majority of those folks did uh did accept that so john storley who is our uh, uh contracted help uh, with the os group who's been doing a phenomenal job just coordinating all of the testing and, and really trying to get out information to everybody is going to go through those results uh, and, and then really answer questions from the public and, and try to talk about next steps, which I'll, I'll give kind of a sneak peek. We don't have a lot of good information yet about next steps because these things are evolving. I mean, these forever chemicals have been around. They're very difficult, if not impossible, to break down. And one of the challenges that we are experiencing as a local unit of government is we were mandated by the federal government, by the FAA, to use firefighting foam that contained PFAS. And actually, to this very day, that mandate is still in place. So we're really trying to, um, you know, balance, obviously, the, the safety of, of the airport operations with people's drinking water. And to this point, I think, you know, we're, we're doing it as quickly and positively as we can. Well, uh, Ken Gilliam, Fire Chief Ken Gilliam, told me uh, recently that the fire department hasn't used PFAS in quite a long time, although federal government requires the airport keep them on Correct. hand for some unusual reason. Hopefully, they'll never have to be used. Uh, so the fire department's doing their part, uh, the airport doing their Correct. part. Then uh, if uh, what about those families who are still using a bottled water that you guys provide? Is there some... Uh, some light at the end of the tunnel or are they bottled water till you start running pipes to everybody and we get on city water? Right. We, that we don't know because there's many uh, complicating factors with, with, you know, what would seem like a fairly straightforward solution. Um, and so that's part of what we're doing next. Um, I think there are some additional areas that we're going to want to test based on the results that we have, found with this with this initial kind of group of testing the the town uh, of Campbell has asked us to do additional testing so our next immediate step is going to be probably some more testing and any any well that we find 
exceeding that 20 parts per trillion standard, we'll be offering drinking water. But uh, unfortunately, we don't have a, a quick solution because, uh, you know, and I would remind everybody, there are not actual formal rules that have been adopted by the state of Wisconsin. They're, they're in the rulemaking process. And so we really need to be paying attention to that and to understand where that's going to end up. And with divided government being as it is in Madison, it's anybody's guess of where that could end up. Well, they haven't even met in forever. So anybody in the town of Campbell waiting for a solution to come from Madison is going to grow a big, long beard before they get any attention over there. In the meantime, can you drill new wells or is the water over in this area of the town of Campbell, no matter where you drill, it's all going to be contaminated. So no more drilling. You're going to have to use bottled water. TFN? The, well, and that's part of that, what the testing uh, is, is shining light on. Uh, we do see the direction of the groundwater goes from kind of the, the northwest to the southeast and the crash site in 2001 from, from the Airfest where there was a plane crash and, and we used uh, the firefighting foam to, uh, to, you know, to, to, to deal with that, that plane crash. Unfortunately, that leached into the groundwater and is, is there. So even if someone was to drill a new well, uh, more than Still likely, if, if they were drilling it in that plume, it's going to show up with PFAS. So that's also part of what we're trying to understand is what would be then the next steps for trying to get rid of this stuff to remediate it. Are we able to dig into the ground and remove the soil and those other things, or just what exactly is the, the, the best next step? So um, so the bottled water, I mean, you know, our, our initial goal was to make sure that we were not, that people had safe drinking water. That's what we've done for those that we've tested and are providing the, the water. And it's still going to take some time before we can sort out what's the final, you know, solution there. Have any of the experts given you any indication that since it leached in and we haven't used it in a very long time, it will over time leach out with more rain, more snow, more non-use of this chemical won't uh, regular rain and regular water leach it out of the soil the groundwater well my understanding yeah my understanding because these are again known as forever chemicals they never go away so Ah, i'm not sure if one of the solutions is to try to just over time you know kind of uh kind of wash it out of that area uh or not i mean um that, that's part of what John Storley and his group is going to help us to, to define and, and, you know, to remember that we're being, uh, this is in essence an enforcement action by the DNR. I mean, they, they opened up an investigation and, and they're requiring us to do many of these steps. So, um, so we're, again, a local government where we responded to the requirement from the federal government that we had to use this foam. And now, unfortunately, it's causing problems. Uh, we're trying to sort out, you know, the various players and what comes next, and it's and it's not it's not a simple, straightforward thing. No, then that's the tough part. Uh, Mayor Tim Cabot, thanks for talking with us uh, this morning. I appreciate it. Uh, the uh, meeting tonight, 5 p.m. You can attend online or by phone, and I'm guessing that everybody in the town of Campbell will be there, and other interested parties will be paying attention as well. Thank you, Mayor uh, Cabot. I appreciate that. Happy New Year. I haven't. Had a chance to talk to you about that since uh, the new year. Thanks very much for talking with us this morning. We'll do it again because, you know, that's what we do.